welcome to the Let's Meet podcast, the virtual podcast that corresponds with the Let's Meet section of the Indie Far East magazine. I'm your host, Aaliyah English. Today, we are in Frontrunner Studios, and I am very excited for our guest today. It took some convincing to get her on camera, but we are here with Miss Bush, a woman of many titles, coach, academic coach, mentor, educator, just a great person in Warren Central who is looking out for our students. How are you today, Miss Bush? I'm great. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, so to start things off, could you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do as an academic coach here at Warren Central? Um, so again, like Leah said, my name is Tracy Bush. I've been here, this will be my 23rd year. I started in um, 1999 in January as an English teacher. I taught freshman English um, for 15 years. I also coached uh, cheerleading for 15 years, um, worked with the academic and athletic study tables. Um, started that in probably like 2001 and continued to do that. Um, and then now my fifth year as an academic coach, um, I'm often referred to as the auntie of the building. I don't necessarily deal with discipline and I don't do scheduling, although I work closely with the deans and the counselors. I'm that go-to person that students can go to before it gets to the dean or before there's a situation that they need to see a counselor. Um, so I just kind of help with organizational skills, study skills, just whatever they students need. And um, this year, I work primarily with juniors and seniors. That's awesome. Um, can you tell us a little bit of what an average day looks like for you? It, it varies. This is second semester, so I really do a lot with seniors. So I may be um, popping in on credit recovery, or I may have some specific students I just need to do a pop-up visit, or I may have students coming to my office and we could be working on college applications, or I might be dumping out someone's backpack looking for missing assignments. It really varies um, from day to day. I also work with student council. I don't ever want to leave student council out. So um, during fifth period, then I'm in student council and we're working on school activities. I want to circle back to that, the dumping out the backpack to find the missing homework. What motivates you? Because you don't, you don't play. You don't play at all, and you hold students accountable. Where does that come from that, I don't want to call it tough love, but the real love that you're able to give these students here at Warren Central? I don't know where it comes from. It, it just works, whatever it is, and I've found that over the years, if students know that you care about them and you consistently care and hold them accountable, then they will rise to the occasion. So when I tell a student, okay, let's go through the backpack, they may pout or give me a little look, and I'm like, okay, are you done? Now let's do it. And usually nine times out of ten, they'll comply, and it's because they know that I care, and I just want them to do their best. And most of the time, students have the work. It's just that they didn't get it turned in, or it's partially done, and it was in the wrong folder. So we'll start going through assignments and give them folders, and let's organize and label folders or whatever it is that they need um, to make sure that they are successful. What do you enjoy most about what you do? I don't know. That's a tough one. Um, I don't know. I, I, I definitely, I've been working with the student athletes most of the time since I've been here. And I, I love working with student athletes. I love seeing them at their games, at their events. So I, I love that piece. And, you know, when we win a state championship, I think that's great. But I also love the quiet thank yous that the students give me you know, if they do well on a test or at graduation when they say, you know, thank you for helping me. I didn't think I was going to graduate. So I, I don't know. I, I just I I truly enjoy my job. You know, there are some days that are tougher than others or sometimes to get frustrated with students. 
but on average, I enjoy what I do. I mean, I've been here 23 years, so I think Warren's a great place. So not only are you an academic coach, but you're also helping out uh, with the on the athletic side as well, academics for our athletes, because they're not just athletes. We see all the banners um, when we're driving into the campus and when you're at the basketball games, we see all the state championships. But there's a, it's a big job making sure that those students are eligible. And it's my understanding that you play a big part in that. Could you tell us a little bit more? So probably about. 20 years ago, um, there was a, there's always been a study table program here, um, and I've worked with that study table program, and it amazes me, our student athletes, and we coined the phrase student athletes because they're students first. Um, I enjoy working with them. Um, I think that Warren does a great job of making sure our student athletes stay eligible. Um, the team, and when I say team, it's a team of tutors. We have about... 10 tutors. We have uh, Ms. Lindenberg who does our academic uh, eligibility piece, who Ms. Burchett did it before her. Um, we have a 99% eligibility rate. So that means that any student who wants to take advantage, who's offered a scholarship to play at the next level, are, is, is able to take advantage of that. And so our student athletes come in before school to get tutoring. They stay after school to get uh, tutoring. And our coaches are super supportive. They make them come to study tables. And so it's fun seeing the students out on the field or the court or swimming or wrestling, seeing them do all that hard work, but also knowing they're putting that hard work in in a classroom. And I don't know that people on the outside of Warren know how much work that our student athletes put in and how much time our teachers put in to support that and our, our study table staff. And so um, that's just another, another hat that I wear, but that I enjoy. And again, it's a, it's a team effort with all the tutors and coaches and everybody. So our athletic office does a great job of supporting the academic piece of the student athlete. And we were able to see a lot of, a few of the athletes move on to the next level. Signing day was a couple of weeks ago. Last Monday. Last Monday from when we're recording this. Mm -hmm. um, how does that feel to see those students, you know, cause you've seen them since they were, you know, the mm -hmm. freshmen and coming in for a little bit help. And now that hard work is paying off and they're playing at the next level, not only because of their athletic ability, but because of their academic ability. How does that feel as the academic coach? It's exciting, um, again, just to see that term student-athlete really play out because they work hard um, in the classroom and, you know, sometimes it, it, some work harder than others. And, but when push comes to shove, they do what they need to do academically to get them to the next level. So on signing day, you just kind of get to sit back and smile and just and, and know that they're going to be able to play at the next level and be able to compete academically and athletically, and that's a great feeling. Can you tell us a little about, about the resources that you provide to those juniors and seniors as an academic coach? And what are some ways, I'm sorry, and what are some ways that um, people who are in need of those resources can connect to you or connect to those resources? So, again, as an academic coach, um, I, I'm just the resource in the building that can direct them to where they need to go. So if I can't help them, then I'll make sure that they know who their counselor is and direct them to their counselor. Or if it's something in the community that they need, then I will direct them to those things in the community. So um, any student is welcome to email me. But again, I, I work primarily with juniors and seniors. And so I just try to get them to where they need to go. And if all else fails, we'll Google it and, fig and figure it out together. And you've been a key component, for me at least, you were a key component in connecting students to not only just uh, college resources, but HBCU resources. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that and some of the college tours that you've gone on and some ways that you were able to connect students? 
So I went to Heritage Christian, um, and then I went to North Central. So at Heritage, I, I loved going there, but it wasn't a lot of diversity there. And then um, both of my parents are proud HBCU grads to pray, from Prayer View University, so I didn't have an option. And I went to an HBCU, and I, I loved that experience, so I wanted to make sure the students at Warren um, had those experiences. So um, initially, I would just help promote HBCUs, um, the ladies of Delta Sigma Theta do a wonderful college tour, so I made sure that that information got out. Um, and then we had a former teacher, Blake Nathan, who came, and he was like, hey, let's go on, let's start a college tour. He was a Tennessee State grad, and so we did three years where we took students from all over um, Marion County, but primarily mostly from Warren. So we did a down south tour where we did, like, Florida, um, I think Atlanta. Then we did the East Coast, the Howards, the Morgans. Um, North Carolina. So we don't do those tours anymore, but I still am very pro uh, HBCU. And so I make sure our students um, attend the Indianapolis Black Alumni Council College Fair and I co-chair that event. So I make sure our students go to that um, and just want to make sure that they have those opportunities. And if they don't want to go to an HBCU, that's fine. And I also help them attend those universities as well. But I do want to make sure that students know that an HBCU is a good, viable option. It's all about experience, and you're providing an experience, and um, especially with Indiana not having a historically black college here, um, but just to be able to talk to someone who has been there or connect with people who've been to historically black colleges, even though they're not in our backyard, so to speak. And, and I will say, I do want to say Martin University is here, and so... Um, that is an HBCU that's here, but it's, it is not the, the traditional as most people know. So we, again, like you said, want to give them experiences and um, also through Circle City Classic Coronation, um, which we've had three winners and every year um, I, I chaired that event or co-chaired that event for about 15 years. And I remember when I was in it, I didn't see students from Warren Central. And when I did other community events, I never knew students from Warren. So when I got here, I wanted to make sure Warren students were in those same events that the kids from Carmel and from North Central. So I was like, well, my students at Warren are just as talented. I want to make sure that they are in the coronation so that they can have those HBCU experiences or a CLD so that they make those connections or 100 Black Men Botillion or the cotillion put on by the ladies of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. Um, you know, I just wanted Warren kids to be out there in the community and get those same experiences. And I wanted the community to know that Warren Central students are awesome and that they should be lauded and, and they should, you know, be celebrated as well. We're going to switch gears just a little bit more casual. These are kind of rapid fire questions just to get to know you a little bit more. OK. All righty. So who or what are you listening to these days? So I'm old school hip hop like so I am. Lil Wayne hip hop or like Rick Ross hip hop, but I also like the Jill Scotts and the Erica Badu's kind of neo soul type as well. Awesome. Do you have a go to like hard day? You're in the car, you need to crank it, crank, blast something to bring up your energy. What are you listening to? It's definitely be some old school hip hop, like all the way. Okay. 2000s, 90s, 90s, 90s. 90s. I'm a little older, so 90s, okay. maybe early 2000s. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. 
Um, I know former English teacher, so what are you reading these days or any book suggestions? Um, I just finished reading a book called The Perfect Piece. It was it was it was excellent. It was a book club one of my sorority sisters suggested, so that was really good. And then you can't go wrong with the classics. Um, teaching English, I always love to read To Kill a Mockingbird or Things Fall Apart. So those are always good go-to. Yes, I remember Things Fall Apart. <laughs> good book, really good book. It was great. Um and I believe the, how you taught it in class was what made it a good book. Because I remember it's kind of, it's not a hard read, but as a freshman in high school, you're like, yes, but you made it really fun. So I appreciate that. Um, what is your go-to self-care? Working out. I love to work out. It just um, is a good way to unwind and relax and just to let all of the stress of the day go. Are you a lifter, a machine girl? I uh, like cardio. cardio? Like okay. sweat at the end of the day, bent over, you know, where I sweat. You Stairmaster, know. elliptical, um, track, just traditional? No, just like um, just the working out, the plyo boxes, mm. burpee type oh, okay, stuff. Okay. Stuff that is going to push me. But I also like a good spa day now. Let's, yes. let's <laughs> don't forget about the good spa days. Yes. Good to work into the routine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, who do you admire or look up to? It, it, it's going to sound crazy, but my students, because when I hear some of their stories, I, I'm, I'm just amazed at, at the, the wherewithal they have to keep going every day. Um, so I, I just really admire our, our students and how they just keep coming back and um, sometimes it's not easy for a lot of them, but they're here and they may not be here every day. They may not have the greatest grades, but they're here and, and they want to learn. So I, I admire that about them and I feed off of that. I love that. All right. Last rapid fire question. Um, if you could spend 24 hours with someone dead or alive, who would it be and why? Yeesh. Probably my grandmother, because that was my girl. And so we just always had a good time together. She had great stories. And so if I could get 24 hours to spend with her, I would. Awesome. Do you know what you would do? Take her to a spa day? No, or... we just probably just hang out. Just, I love mm -hmm. that. All righty. I will get back to, back on topic a mm -hmm. little bit. Thank you for that. Um, 